0: Gentlemen, welcome to the Be The Man Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Denning. I want to thank you for being here, for being men who care, for being involved, for listening, man. There's so many other things you would be doing, but you're choosing to listen. Like if you're out working out, you're driving, I mean, you could be listening to music or whatever, and, and certainly there's times for that, but man, if we can turn our time, use our time well to turn it into a, a university of sorts where we're learning and growing and progressing and really leaning into our true masculinity and be the best husbands and fathers and businessmen and leaders we can be. So honor and kudos to you for listening. I also wanted to throw out a reminder. Some of you may not know, my wife and I also co-host the Extraordinary Family Life podcast. And there's a great one in there where we're getting both perspectives, her perspective, my perspective on all kinds of topics, every conceivable aspect of being a man and well, and, and, but in family, right? So she's hitting it from the woman's side. And I know a lot of wives, maybe your life's w- wives would listen to that podcast, but we hit parenting. Uh, we hit, you know, marriage, sex, lifestyle, travel, business, working together, everything from uh, personality to sleep to food the the whole shebang so it's on there so that's it's something you can can check out and listen to so um, I want to dive in today to something that came up during a coaching session with a friend and client ended up being a really really cool insight and I wanted to share I alluded to it in the last um, episode that I did just uh, by myself because we talked about the Venn diagram right and getting the pieces each of the critical elements and pieces of of each role. But now we want to build out a framework, and, and we're, I'm calling this the, the three columns strategy or the three columns exercise. Essentially, what's going on is you are are getting a framework because you have to be able to see it, right? There's so much power in seeing with your with your mind's eye, not literally seeing it, but you, hopefully you'll write this down. And I want you to do a writing exercise on this, and maybe maybe you can do it. You're in a place where you can do it while you're listening or at least afterwards, and you could do it with your spouse, you could do it with your family, you could do it with your teams. Uh, In fact, I would highly recommend this exercise with your kids, with your wife, with your teams that you're leading, whether it's sales teams or the people that work for you or the people in your organization or that you manage or lead or in your church or wherever. And basically, you're going to take anything and you're going to break it into three columns because you want to get a clear picture, a crystal clear picture of what it looks like in each aspect. And so I mean, we, we can just dive right into it, right? The what you're gonna see here, and this is the idea I got. My, my buddy and, and coaching client who's out running, and he just kind of saw this in his in his head, and he shared it with me in our coaching session, and it just it worked out perfectly. On the far left hand side, the column is failure in the far right hand side is greatness or excellence whichever word you want there and then in the middle of course is just mediocrity and so the framework the w- the way this works out is you're going to you're going to take something you're going to look at each element and you could do this infinitely right there's there's potentially no end to this which is really really cool and you could do it again and again and again and you can break it down in exact aspects inside of each role And so I'll just, I mean, what I'm going to share today is not exhaustive at all, uh, but it's just throwing out some ideas and hopefully this will spark things for you immediately where you're like, oh yeah, man, like you get to see it, right? You get to see it with your mind's eye and then seeing it gives you so much power. It's like the great, I hope you've read the book, um, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens or seen the movies and there's so many variations of the movies or even the musical, and that's exactly what happened that night with scrooge is he was able to see past present and future and he was able to see what was a failure what's mediocre and what was great and so as you go through this practice you start to see what happens what it looks like so we just take some examples and we can take any example like what's let's take listening and listening is so important indispensably important on the failure. Well, well, okay. With, with marriage, right? You've got to listen to your wives. Gentlemen, we have to listen more. We have to be better listeners with our wives. They need to feel heard and be heard legitimately, but same with our kids and same with people that work for us or the teams we're leading, or that's what leadership is really listening. So what does, what does failure look like in listening? Well, it's, it's, being distracted i wish we were together because then you you guys would give so many great ideas but it's distraction it's looking on your phone it's um you know poor posture it's leaning back slouch like showing with your body language you're really not into it right and you've seen this i've seen it too like somebody's talking and and the listener the supposed listener is like lounging back rolling their eyes i literally heard a story of a gentleman he Puts the pillow over his head while his wife is talking to him. That that, in my mind, is a failure, in listening. But it's being distracted, it's being uh, disengaged, it's being you know paying attention to something else, scrolling on your phone, looking away, um, thinking of even even where you might physically be showing that you're listening, but you might mentally be thinking about something else. That's, I guess that's mediocrity right there. Failure is just like, you're out, you're disconnected. You're not hearing it. You're, or you're misinterpreting it. Failure is also like jumping in and trying to correct or trying to be defensive or trying to make the, the speaker, you know, well, no, this is what I think. And this blah, blah, blah. And you're wrong and this, like, you know, turning it into a fight. That's a failure. Mediocrity is like going through the motions of it but maybe thinking about something else or sitting there thinking while you're quote listening, you're thinking of your next response, right? You're thinking of what you're going to say, how you're going to prove them wrong, how you're thinking about how to be right. You're worried about who's right instead of what's right. Right. So the, the mediocrity piece is like, yeah, you're going through the motions. You're there, but it's, it's really not that great. And again, you can just keep going and going and going with this. You, and you, you're already probably having so many great ideas of what it looks like. And this is just one example, but excellence. What does excellence look like? Man, you are fully, fully engaged. You've cleared your mind and your heart and made space for this conversation. You're not thinking about other things. You're not even thinking about your responses. You're thinking about, you're so focused and dialed in. You're only thinking about this person and how much you care for them and that they are a human being just like you and that they have thoughts and feelings. And that they want to be understood, and you are fully focused on understanding them, right? Like, um, oh, what's his name? Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, (laughs) I can't think of his name right now. Um, But he talked about seek to understand, then to be understood. Oh, Stephen Covey. Now I thought of it. So you're seeking to understand, you're fully engaged. Your, your body, everything about your body, your your facial expressions, your gestures, you're leaning in, you're, you have, they have your complete attention all the way through, mind, body, and spirit. They have your attention. And you might even hear and say, can can I repeat that back to make sure I understood that? And you say it back in your own words to to confirm that you really are understanding. And you're just engaged with that person. That is listening. And when it's appropriate, you respond and engage in the conversation. And sometimes there's no response. Sometimes really good listening. It's like that person just needs to be heard and that's it. I would also add here that in, in excellence in listening, you're not letting it overly affect you. Sometimes we listen and people need to vent. They just need to get things out or they need to be heard, or maybe they're giving us feedback or criticism. And you hear it like in excellence. You hear it in mediocrity. You hear it, but you don't really do anything about it. You're like, uh-huh, whatever. You might feel defensive or you might feel like a victim. You might be throwing a little pity party inside, but with excellence, you hear it, but you're also not being oversensitive. Like if you're, if your wife's upset about something or, you know, you're going to hear it, you're going to sense it. You're going to be empathetic, but you're not going to be hypersensitive about it. And like, Oh, I'm feeling like overly hurt. Like if you did something wrong and they're you know she's telling you you need to be hurt you need to feel that that's excellence in listening, but you don't need to be oversensitive and take everything personally and overreact. That's that's not good listening. It seems like you know oh, I'm going to feel every bit of this and oh then you get just become a drama queen um, or drama king in this case, but it, it's not that either. So let, again, that's just one example of listening. So I want I want to invite you to go through go through this whole thing. Let's take, uh, right, because the, the triple trifecta is the best system for a holistic approach to being a great man. And so you can go through each of that and look at it in the three-column strategy. And so you take mind, right? In your mind, what's, what's failure mentally? What's mediocrity mentally? What's excellence or greatness mentally? and you walk through those pieces. So a fixed mindset, like a super fixed mindset, like this is just the way I am. I can't do anything about it. That's a failure. Mediocrity is just, just kind of going along, doing a little bit, doing the bare minimum of a backing out when things get challenging or hard, that's mediocrity and and greatness. Of course, like you're digging in, you're, you you have a growth mindset and you're changing all the time. You're evaluating it. You're having new thoughts. You're having new experiences. You're, You're actually reading things that are challenging. They're just over your current level. So you're expanding and growing and you're trying to learn languages. You're trying to read, read great books across all genres and you're, you're fully engaged with your mind, right? And then there's so much there again, we could go into multiple aspects. You could take, you could break that down and say, just learning. Um, You could take it even, even further and say, learning a language. What does failure look like? What does mediocrity look like? What does excellence look like? But then you could take mindset, just mindset and do failure, mediocrity, greatness. And so there's so many aspects in the mind but then you do it for mind, body and spirit, right? So your body, what is failure? What's failure in the body? Well, you're just super unhealthy, man. And so you're in pain, you're miserable, you're limited, you can't even show up as a man cuz your body is just in a poor condition. You're missing out on opportunities to not only live but to also to serve. So I'm volunteering with this uh, incredible organization And they make you go through a insanely rigorous training before you can even volunteer with them because they know you have to have physical and mental capabilities and capacities to be stretched and and to have this endurance to even be able to show up. And so you've got to have it there. And so that's it's a failure if you're not. And mediocrity is like, oh, just you do the bare minimum. I got enough. And that's okay. I, I can, you know, I can get along. I can get things done if I have to. It's, it's all right. And so you have, you have mediocre energy levels, mediocre vitality, mediocre, eh, it's okay. You know, things are, things are all right. And then excellence. We know what excellence looks like. It looks like massive amounts of energy and vitality and vigor and strength and stamina. And so you can go through, What is a, do this with a workout, what's failure, what's mediocrity, what's excellence, do it with meals and and your overall diet, what you're eating, what's failure, what's mediocrity, what's greatness, isn't this cool, isn't this such a fantastic framework, and so you go through every aspect of your body, and you could even do each part of your body, my legs, my gut, my dental health, my brain, like physical, physiological part of my brain, brain health, my arms, my hands, my skin, my hair. That you could do this with every part of the body. And then spirit. Go through the spirit. What is what is connection to God and connection with your values and inner peace? Right? Take inner peace. What does failure look like in inner peace? And again, the more clarity, the more specificity we have, the more powerful this strategy. And if we know exactly, like, oh yeah, that's that I'm failing spiritually if if this is what's happening. And then what's mediocrity? And kind of going through the motions. I think that's going to be the common thing in mediocrity. It's like doing what everybody else is doing, kind of going with the masses. So in, in the Be The Man Masterclass, I always talk about that. It's like, you can follow the masses or you can follow the masters. And there's a huge difference. And following the masses is just another way of, of saying being average or being mediocre or being okay. So what everybody else is doing, right? Which is usually just the bare minimum to to get the grade or to not get fired or to get by or to, you know, just be okay. And that's mediocrity. But man there's you're going to hear that theme when you go through the motions and you're doing it and you can do it right spiritually you can go through the motions you can do things you can you can pray you can read you can go to church you can have all the right answers do all the right things and and roll along and still not have what y- you yourself and and this is what's cool about this exercise it's you man it's not what somebody else defines although that can be super helpful if you if you're reading and studying and you have coaches and mentors or reading from the greatest thinkers of all times. Like they're telling you what excellence looks like. And so we can glean a lot from them, a lot of wisdom, but this is for you. It's not for me. It's not for anybody else it's for you. It's like, what does excellence look like for you in a spiritual basis and identify it. And the more of a clear picture we have gentlemen, the easier this is. And the more powerful it is because none of us can hit a target that we don't have. And especially when we can't see, even if it's blurry, then you're just kind of. You ever, you ever tried taking a shot in like a dusk um, or even driving, driving. There's this, there's time of driving where it's not night yet. And it's just, even with your lights on it, just, oh man, it's not very really clear. Or if you're, you know, you're out doing target practice, whatever, and sunsets, and then it starts getting dark and it just starts getting fuzzy and you just can't quite focus in on that target. And that's what we're talking about. That's why we do this exercise. And so you go through, let's keep going through the triple trifecta. Now your marriage. and there's lots and lots of powerful aspects of marriage. What's failure? and do it with sex and and do it with intimacy, and those are separate, right And emotional connection and support and um, polarity, right? We need that polarity. and how what does that look like in failure, in mediocrity and greatness and You know, again, listening, like we started out with dating, what does failure look like with dating? Well, it's, it's missing going out every once in a while, make it out maybe once a month and you go out because man, you're, you're to a breaking point. Like things are about to get bad. So you, Oh, let's go on a date. That's bogus, right? And no, okay. Just going same old, same old. Let's do it again. Check the boxes. Yeah. We went on our dates. That's mediocre. And then you can define what greatness looks like when dating your wife. So we'll go through every aspect and do this, gentlemen. Do this. Don't just listen to this and move along. And be like, oh, that was interesting. Really, do this. Open up your journal. Hopefully, I have a nice journal. I have I have lots of, of beautiful leather journals, and well, I, but I take notes on my phone as well. I write. I have thousands and thousands of pages of my own personal notes um, in my Google Docs, but I also write my journal. So sit down, draw out the columns. And go through it and say, like, what does that look like? Each aspect of your marriage. And especially, especially do this if there's one area of your life where you're having some struggles or challenges, do this exercise. And it's amazing. Like some of it's going to hurt because you're going to write that down and be like, dang, I'm totally failing. Or yeah, I'm, I'm being really mediocre in this right now. Had an awesome call yesterday from a gentleman. He's reached out and said, Hey, look, you know, things have been going great. I had a great career, great family. Things are going great. But just the last six months, it's, everything's been lackluster. It's been gotten to a slump, gotten to... You know, I feel stuck. Uh, same thing, just had an, another text message, another gentleman, super successful investor and businessman. And he's uh, he, he'd been on his A game for years. And he's like, oh, I just am in a slump. I'm in a rut. I need to break out of this, right? And this is where this exercise is so powerful. And so then we end up, you know, I'm helping those guys with coaching or they're joining the Be The Man Master Class and Tribe. Uh, so we have that support group, that community, that brotherhood to to keep it alive, to get into a great spot and stay there but it's always moving from failure to beyond mediocrity, transcending mediocrity and getting into that space of excellence and greatness. So do it with your marriage, do it with your parenting, do it with each child and do it with each aspect of each child. How interested are you? How engaged are you? How present are you? What does failure look like with presence? What does mediocrity look like with presence? That one's kind of easy, right? You're in the same room, but you're totally disengaged like you're all doing something different you're you're together but separate i saw i've seen the, as we've traveled around the world with family i've seen that so many times where it's on the airplane and all the whole family's on just in a different realm with their devices just totally disconnected. i've seen it even restaurants or whatever or or um, the worst place like you're in some amazing historical place around the world it's just epic and Everyone's kind of in their own space and they're like, oh yeah, cool. Let's just snap a picture, blah, blah, blah. And then back on their devices or whatever, there's totally disengaged. And what does greatness look like with presence being fully, fully present? What does that look like? Describe it and then see yourself in all of these things. And as the leader and the King in your kingdom, you might also see this with with the people you have some um, responsibility with not over because you don't control people. You don't manipulate, but, but you might say, man, you know, my wife, she's been struggling with that and see how you can help, not how you can manipulate. Now you can force, now you can tell or point out or criticize how you can help, how you can influence, how you can persuade. You might notice some of your kids are kind of disengaged in some of these things that are important and maybe they're failing or maybe they're just mediocre. You might talk to them. You might do this exercise with them. You might do it as a family devotional and say, Hey man, how can we, how can we all level up? How can we move clearly out of failure?" Through mediocrity and into this this stage of greatness, and it's a, of course, it's a scale, right? And you're moving along, and even in each each column, there's a scale of how it's getting better and better. But work through this thing. So, parenting, family legacy. What does failure look like in family legacy? Ooh, we can all think of examples of that. In fact, we might be related <laughs> to some examples of that. What does mediocrity look like? with family legacy, and of course, what does excellence and greatness look like with family legacy? Then go to your income. The way you earn money, how money comes into your life. What's failure? What's mediocrity? What's excellence in the way income comes in? How much, how it gets there? How much of your time and energy and attention it requires? What sacrifices you have to make? The exchange rate on that. Some of you are sacrificing way too much you're wrecking your health or your mindset or your spirituality or your family, your relationships for an income. What about expenses? This is huge. Sometimes we think, oh, it's expenses, but the way money goes out of your life, like the way you feel about it, the mindset you have about it, the how you expand what you're spending money on, it's, it's so powerful. What's failure with expenses? What's mediocrity with expenses? What's excellence in your expenses? Where that's going, including diverting it into experiences and education and growth and learning and investments, which is the, the, the last part of that tri- the finances trifecta, your investments. What does failure look like? I think we've all had some of those we know what that looks like, but write it down, detail it. like learn the lessons. So uh, um, you know the vivid lessons from uh, the richest man in Babylon he points that out and he just had epic failures and then he had mediocre ones. So what's, what does mediocrity look like with investments? and then what does excellence look like with investments? And then you can go friendships and service and contribution, making a difference in the world, helping people out. We've been involved in a lot of humanitarian efforts, and we've been able to see epic failures with the best intentions. Still saw epic failures. We've seen a lot of mediocrity, trying to trying to help out, trying to do good, but uh, it's okay you know, at the end of the day. And then we've seen excellence, and knowing what excellence really looks like, really looks like to do great things to really make a positive difference in the world. So this is the invitation. I'm keeping this short and sweet so you can spend the time and don't just dismiss this and go on with your day. Spend the time, make the effort to go through this, write out the columns, take any aspect of your life right now where you're kind of struggling. Maybe you feel like you're in a funk or a rut or you feel stuck or trapped. or Maybe it's a certain relationship with an, a team member, employee, or employer. Maybe it's uh, a, a relationship with money, a relationship with food, a relationship with some family member, uh, maybe it's your your health, um, either your mental emotional health or your physical health. Maybe some of you have been struggling with emotions, right? I mean, you have a temper still, you get angry too much, you feel maybe you just kind of blah all the time or upset all the time, irritated all the time. Take that and be like, wait, what is what does emotional mastery look like? What's failure? What's mediocrity? What's greatness? And then once you get clarity on this, you have a clear picture. Then, then and only then can we really start looking at me like, okay, now, now I have something to work on. Now I have something to do. Because you see clearly what a failure is, what mediocrity is, and what greatness is. And so then you start creating systems and habits and goals and patterns to help you create that. Because, gentlemen, I, I, it's worth reminding all of us all the time, we do not live at the level of our hopes. We live at the level of our habits. And if we are not clear of where our habits are placing us, that's why we do this exercise. You realize, oh man, this habit that I've kind of been just dismissing or disregarding or, you know, I've been indifferent towards, it's actually putting me squarely in the failure column. Or I've been in the mediocrity column for years or decades in this particular thing and never really defined it as such and now we have the power to make the transformation so love this thanks for listening gentlemen share this episode with friends family colleagues um leave a review if you like this stuff go ahead and leave a review and mark up to five stars if you uh if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet go ahead and do that connect with me on social media greg.denning on instagram or on facebook i'm on linkedin as well shoot me messages ask questions i'm happy to have happy to to help out and connect and, and when you're ready, gentlemen, if you're not in the Be The Man Masterclass and tribe, get in there, join us. Join this brotherhood of great men who are striving to be their best selves and have the connection, the camaraderie, the support, the tools, the training, the tactics, all the awesome sauce so that we can live extraordinary lives as the best version of ourselves. Love you, fellas. Thanks for listening. Be the man.